NetBank Business Ignite with Cape Talk. Reignite your business passion. That's right, and welcome to NetBank Business Ignite with NetBank Business Ignite and Cape Talk. Entrepreneurs get a platform to share their stories as well as a chance to win an incubation and media package to the value of 300,000 rand. And we've been asking you to enter your business. That's if you want to be one of the uh, finalists that we'll be chatting to all week. Now, Tipo Pakate of Kailo Business Hub is on standby. And that is to chat to one of our finalists about their business challenges. Um, and uh, Tepo, a very good morning to you. Very good morning to you and the listeners. How are you? Lovely. Excited to be talking to you. Before we chat to Dylan Evans, Stalitech founder, of course, um, just a little bit about Kaelo Business Hub and the great work that you guys have been doing. 100%. So Kaelo is a facilitated entrepreneurship uh, program. Um, and it's typically called an incubator, but we see ourselves more as a facilitated entrepreneurship program. And the idea is to assist entrepreneurs to overcome those teething challenges in the early stages of building their businesses and to get a lot of traction so that they're ready for takeoff. Okay, great. And this is a great opportunity. We know that entrepreneurship, um, small, micro, um, medium-sized businesses as well is what also fuels GDP in the country. And that's what's going to create the jobs medium to long term. So a very, very important focus and net bank right behind these businesses. And a very good morning to Dylan Evans, who's the Steli Tech founder. Dylan, good morning to you. Good morning, Kino. Thank you for having me on your show. Wonderful, today. man. It's an absolute pleasure. Tell us about Steli Tech. I mean, why do you exist in the first place? Yeah, so Stellitech is a skills and development training company where we specialize in digital skills and short courses. Um, we focus on uh, the fundamental workplace um, software applications, which um, our, main, our main products will be Excel um, and the rest of the Microsoft range, yeah. and then Photoshop and the rest of the Adobe range, and introduction to computers, so it's your, your basic um, Microsoft and um, offer skills needed in the workplace. Uh, those, those basic skills we all need. Now, what differentiates yeah. you from other businesses, though? There are other people, um, you know, delivering these offerings. So what is your uh, key differentiator or differentiators? Yeah, so the, the way we go about our training is we, we run a very lean training style using a mix of um, self-paced training and instructor-led training, which is known as, as blended learning. Yeah. Um, this this can reduce the cost of the training, but it also increases the the quality of the of the courseware and the consistency of the quality of the courseware, which is which is often a problem in in South Africa. Now, finally, you know, you, you, you know, one does you do these businesses, and we all sort of you know sometimes when things go, um, we have a bit of a challenge. We're all on ops, very little on strategy sometimes. So we all, always have to have a balanced view on these businesses. What are some of your core challenges um, that you faced? Give me your top three. Yeah, so yeah, you know, our, our three main challenges are all all along the lines of of marketing. I must say, um, we, we've just opened a new training center in Cape Town in Woodstock. And one of the main challenges was entering the new market and hitting the right style of marketing to get our name out to the companies that can make use of the, the service that we provide. I would imagine that you're, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then and the next one being um, finding the right strategy mm. to approach um, also bigger corporate clients because at the moment our main clients have been more on the SME side. Yeah. 
and then finding um, the right funding network for our sponsor student upliftment campaign. So that's getting into the right networks for for getting the funding for the for the upliftment projects that we're running. Brilliant stuff. Well, it certainly sounds like your head's in the right place. Yes, there are challenges. Seppo, um, sounds like a lovely business. It's future-focused. It's dealing with all the core things that we do need, getting back to the basics of um, exile and the rest of it. Um, your take on this? Seppo, you there? Okay, we seem to have lost Seppo Pakati. Um, but once we get Seppo back, we certainly will. Um, so, so, Dylan... Just listening to what you said now, you basically trying to, instead of having, you know, 40 different meetings and having, you know, 300 different courses, you want to have three or four different meetings and have 10,000 courses delivered. Am I right? Yes, correct. Okay, that correct. sounds about right. Tsepo is back. Hello, Tsepo. Okay, so listening to, to, to Dylan, a very promising business. If he weren't promising, he wouldn't be here. So your take on this. Hundred percent. Look, this is very, very exciting. I'll tell you what, Kino, we chose this business particularly because it is a quintessential kind of services business. And I think that 99% of businesses exist in this particular space. And it's very important for the listeners, particularly those people that run businesses, to take the next few words of advice when they're in this kind of space. When you run a services business, there are a number of challenges. I mean, I think one of them is that you, you typically exist in what we call a perfectly competitive market. And when a market is perfectly competitive, it means that your margins are always under pressure. You're working in a space where there are a lot of competitors. There are very low barriers to entry. There are all sorts of an assortment of challenges, right? Because yeah. you exist in a place where there are no barriers. Now, this makes it very difficult to differentiate yourself. And so what typically entrepreneurs would typically then try to differentiate themselves based on the cost side of things. And if you, if your main differentiator is cost, you're in trouble because it means forever you're under pressure to reduce your price because you have to beat your next competitor on cost. And then you are just on a, on a hiding to nothing in that kind of space. So you don't want to do that. So I'll tell you what you do in, in the case of a business like Dylan's. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to perfect the value. You've got to understand what it is that you do and why you do it. And here's what I mean by that. Clarity of the market is an arbiter. The market is an arbitration place. What it does, it simply compensates you for value that you bring to the market. So this is to say that if you are not exactly clear what the value of your product is, it's going to be very difficult to communicate it to clients with tight budgets, mm. right? And that's going to make it very difficult for your business to grow. So what it is that you're trying to do is you want to make sure that the value is clear and the value is about the benefits of what you do. Yeah. So, for example, in Dylan's case, is selling uh, digital skills. So let's, let's take a program like Excel, for example. If I say to the client that Excel will enhance productivity in the workplace and I show them a mechanism through which to achieve that, there is a very clear fundamental communication of what that value is mm. of putting your employees through an Excel program. And that's very important to be clear on what that value proposition is. Mm. Mm. So the first step is to be very clear on the value. And that is essentially the benefits of what it is that you do, what you do. The second thing is in Dylan's case, they're struggling to grow. They're not getting traction because it's a Stellenbosch-based operation. And having recently set up offices in Cape Town, they're struggling to get traction in that Cape Town office. And one of the, one of the reasons why that happens to entrepreneurs, especially in the services environment, is because the social capital is not set up correctly. 
So let me double back one second. Every business, every single business, and I dare say this is exactly the same. Every mm. single business, the chassis of every business is the same. There are four things that go into it. The first one is the human capital. So this is the innate skills and capabilities of what the people in the business do. The second piece is the social capital, your proximity to the market. Third piece, financial capital, the ins and outs of how the workings of the money in the business works in that particular business. And then lastly, it's the management, because all of that is underpinned by who is actually managing the business and what are their skills and how do they manage that business. Now, in Dylan's case, the big missing link, because they're, they're sorted in, in, in the human capital side. They know what they're doing. They know how to deliver that value. The big problem is the social capital side. And this has to do with your proximity to the market. And so how Dylan solves this is, Firstly, Dylan needs to look at partnerships. So people that are already selling to the people that he wants to be customers, right? So there are right. people that are selling things to your customers that you can partner with because you don't, you're not in a competitive environment. So you need to create those partnerships. Those people get you closer to the customers because they already have the relationships. So you need to make sure that those relationships are there. Secondly, offering freebies. Customers like freebies. So for example, in his specific case, offer Excel one for free. So basic Excel, offer it for free so that you can then on sell Excel 2 and Excel 3. So Excel Intermediate and Excel Advanced. So you can sell those onwards a little bit later once the customers know and trust you and you've got a relationship that's built. So that is a two-step approach. So the one is you fix the value proposition, make sure that that is clear, it is communicated very clearly to the customer. And then secondly, you fix the social capital side, which is where the fundamental problem exists. Because typically services business don't have a funding issue per se. What they suffer with largely is building a market, building a mm. reputation, building a client base. And that is all social capital. Absolutely. And um, Dylan, I think some sage advice. And the other thing is you talk about a perfectly... Um, competitive market as well where uh, well i don't know what you think Tepo. If, if 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 a business actually concentrates on one or two or three verticals looks at the specific challenges when it comes to those particular businesses and let's say you create an excel package for example that can free up staff to become to be more productive become more customer facing because that happens to be a unique problem in a particular business that could also go a very very long way in terms of being a usp a hundred percent and one of the big problems with programs like excel and any other program that is anything that has to do with training is that management sends people for training those people go to the training courses they come back they don't use those skills those skills are lost over time and the business doesn't get the value so your value proposition is lost in translation in a sense Mm -hmm. so one of the things that dylan can do is very smart idea is to provide ongoing exercises just to keep the muscle working, especially on these skills programs, because skills is practice, right? If you don't practice mm. it, you lose it, no matter what the skill is. So that is fundamentally important mm. to make sure that that value translates and then the business can actually experience the true value that is claimed at the beginning. Okay, wonderful. there, Dylan, um, I think some really good advice there. Yes, Kino. Yeah, thank you, Tepo. That all, all that advice is really, really appreciated, and I mean that's why we can see so much value in potentially having some some coaching from from an individual like Tepo.
Absolutely. And Kaelo doing amazing work. Dylan Evans there, the StellyTech founder. And if you haven't entered your business or you just need more insights, you can go to igniteyourbusiness.co.za now. You can listen to John Matham. That show will be coming a bit later to find out who the next finalist is. NetBank Business Ignite with Cape Talks Money Differently. NetBank. And Teppel, thank you very much for your time. Wonderful thank you, listening Kino. to thank your you, insights. Thank you, Dylan. Perfect stuff there. It is 19 minutes past eight.